Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Podtrack survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugal snobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Justin from frugalsnobs.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 112 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Brock Smith, we say hello. Hello! Now, we have been busy. Now, we have not brought anyone an episode in, what, three weeks? Yes. We've been busy. But we have a lot to talk about on this episode. And basically, it's going to be a hodgepodge episode. We're going to talk about building your collection. Uh, part, part two. two. We'll also review the Survivor Series and NXT uh, TakeOver Houston events from WWE. Talk about some new coin finds. Have a couple stories. Uh, just odd. Yes. And plus, we've had you know some time over this past week. It's been Thanksgiving here in the United States. Yes. Hope everybody also enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday and also survived Black Friday. Today, by the way, everybody, is Saturday, November 25th, 2017. Ugh. Busy. What a few weeks. So you have an energy drink and excess root beer in front of you. Yes. I have an actual beer in front of me because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to basically crack open a cold one. I hope everybody else does, too. And uh, let's go ahead and get started. So. Mm. And where did we go yesterday? We went to the Black Rose, one of three locations, but this location is in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. And we went chopping. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. We'll get to our free stuff and other things too, folks, so stick around. But we want to talk about some of our coin finds first. Oh, man. We scored. Understatement. <laughs> so, listen, everybody. We went into the Black Rose yesterday. So, we've talked about the Black Rose before. It's an antique mall. Uh, with one location in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. There are two other locations as well in Pennsylvania. But we have frequented the Chambersburg location since we visited my family for Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. So went up on Thursday, hung out, had some food, and uh, decided to hit up the Black Rose yesterday before coming back to Northern Virginia. So we have the Black Rose. Now we went in there just to look, to yes. peruse. Now the one thing I wanted while we were there was a Ben Franklin half dollar of some sort. <laughs> okay. Now, I am, we have purchased coins from a, from a former coworker of mine, unfortunately, now. Uh, this person has been a future endeavored, so I wish him all the best of luck. Uh, but we purchased coins from him in the past. He had, I think, seven Ben Franklin half dollars and wanted to sell them for $10 a piece. Not so fast, my friend. No. So, I went into the Black Rose yesterday, and we were able to score two 1963 Ben Franklin half dollars. Yes. For eight dollars piece. And what's the significance of 1963? It's the last year of the Ben Franklin half dollar. And Duh. then it switched over to the Kennedy. Duh. Yeah. I'm just trying to give our listeners <laughs> some facts. What? Yeah. Mean, and they're not alternative facts. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fake news. 1963 Ben Franklin half dollar, 90 percent silver. We scored. Yes. So we were looking for these. I was looking for one for a while. I just wanted one. Christina wanted one. We got the same year, 1963. Paid eight dollars piece for. So they're worth more. Yes. So, uh, also, we might pick up some additional coins at the Black Rose during the Christmas holiday. We'll let everybody know in a future episode. So, it was a good scouting trip, too. Yes. See what they had. So, that's the Ben Franklins. They're out of the way. Now, Christina, you picked up a bunch of Canadian coins. Yes. So, I got a six-pack of dimes for $10. <laughs> a six-pack of dimes for 10 bucks. Yes. 
And you got, uh, they're all silver dimes, right? Yes. Nice. Eight. Now, I will mention to everybody, I think I talked about it before on the show, before we go any further, that when looking at silver coins uh, from Canada, silver coins from Canada uh, basically were uh, struck until 1968 at 80% silver, not 90% silver. So if you're, if you're tugging between uh, or deciding between a U.S. coin and a Canadian coin, it's uh, worth uh, knowing that Canadian coins are only 80% silver through 1968. So just let right know. Actually, 1967 for the quarter because that one's actually slightly different. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Are you looking this up on your new Galaxy S8 Plus? Yes. And we're recording on your iPhone 8 Plus. In GarageBand. Yes. That's right. So we're having a, we're actually having a dueling recording here, folks. So we have a couple different mics mic'd up right now. Um, so we'll see which recording actually turns out better, and that's what we'll bring to you moving forward. But we do now have access to GarageBand. Yes. For recording purposes. We liked the sound. But Christina's doing a little bit of research, a little bit of Sherlock Holmesing, if you will. Yes. On her new Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus. Yes. And yes, we upgraded our phones, folks, because my HTC One M8 made, made, met an unfortunate end. It's soft brick. Yes, unfortunately. Anyway, so we got some new devices too, so we're busy. Yes. So let's go back to the black rose here. So you have your six pack of dimes. Yes. For ten bucks. Yes. Okay, what else did you pick up? I'd say with those, uh, just to give a brief thing. What, that, what years did you pick up? I one was a 1950, 51, 53, 54, 55. Okay, not bad. No. Not bad. And then in my three pack of dimes. So she got, you got more dimes. You got three more dimes. You got a total of nine Canadian dimes. Yeah, and this was for $3.50. I got a 53, 1901, and a 1943. But the 1901 is a Victoria yes. dime. That's pretty cool. That's probably what made the, that made the whole three pack worth it. Exactly. That Whenever we did the research on it, that dime alone was worth $4.70 in like level three out of 70. So let me, let me make a, a comment here. Okay. Now, I know people are thinking, well, it's only 3 or $4 U.S. What's the big deal? Look, if you buy the coin for $0.50 cents or a dollar and you can pull the trigger on selling it at some point or keeping it for the silver value, it, it, people. It'll make itself up. Yes, it's going to make itself up. It's not done on a single coin, folks. No. Okay? You're not all going to go out and buy the 1915 Pan American $50 gold piece, which is, what, $70,000 right now? And yeah. think you're going to make a ton of money? No. It's all piece by piece. It's brick by brick. You build the house brick by brick. Yes. I tell you. I, I get tired of preaching to people all the time because they don't ever listen to me. But guess what? Our listeners are very smart people because they listen to the show. Yes. Now, so you picked up uh, your six pack of dimes, your three pack of dimes, your Ben Franklin half dollar. I also got a 1927 Silver Standing Liberty. Quarter? Yes. U.S. quarter? Yes. That's a pretty cool coin. Yes. I wanted it, but you got it instead. There were several. There I were? Had. I asked if you wanted one, I'd find one in that rotating oh. toe. Oh, I'm sorry. See, Christina, when, when when she and I go out, everybody, like, we tend to debate on coins. It's actually quite fun to watch us go coin shopping. Because, like, if you don't want it, I, I'll take it. If you want this, I want it if We'd you We'd make a funny reality show. Yes. Do you want it or I don't? Or I come back, what did you buy? What? You bought this and didn't tell me? Yes. <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's kind of nice. So, your coin finds are pretty good yesterday. And my other one was the 1934 Walking Liberty. Oh, Wait, what? What did you buy? The 1934 Walking Liberty half dollar. You bought that? Yes. Yesterday? Yes. Oh, that's right, you did. So now you have a 1943, <laughs> uh, I think S or D, I think S. Oh, um, oh. I think that's what you have, a 42 or 43 S. 
that you previously purchased, and now you have a 34. Yes. Walking Liberty half dollar. Yes. 90% silver. Yes. Pretty, pretty coin. Yes. And it's actually decent detail, too. You can actually still see the feathering in the wings on the back with the eagle. Mm -hmm. And you can actually see the lines in uh, Liberty's dress on this one. You actually probably scored on that coin, because I think, I think I have an idea of what you paid for it. Yeah. Um, but I think you probably scored on it. And you can still see the stars and the flag that she's holding. Nice. Nice. So... Um, again, folks, all these coins we're going to be talking about, and we still have more to talk about here in a few minutes, uh, all these coins, eventually, we're hoping, we'll make it to YouTube, but we're putting up some more videos in the coming days, but uh, we have been busy, we have been putting out reviews, so go check all those out on YouTube, it helps us out. We just put out the Shakespeare review. Yeah, and subscribe while you're there, it really helps us out, folks, and it, it, it helps us show more of our love of what we do in, in numismatic terms, and look, I know everybody thinks, well, it's old money, who cares about old money? It's cool. Yeah. It is so cool. Um... And especially, you know, it's kind of like the casual collector. Once you collect one thing, you know, or two coins, that's fine. But once you get into, like, the major market kind of thing, mm -hmm. I mean, you start building a stockpile of ammunition, basically. A coin collection is like ammunition. Yes. Because you're building the house, so to speak, yes. right? And you want to fortify the house. Yes. Plus, when you get to a point where you want to sell something, you're going to feel a lot better that you're going to sell for three times what you bought it for. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because they so, can only grow in value. Exactly. They're not going to mint anymore. They're not going to strike any more of them. They're not going to print any more of them. Exactly. So speaking of printing, is that all your coins? Yes. All right. So let's move on to your bills. Oh, yeah. So what did you pick up? Um, From the one seller, I got two British Armed Forces notes. And when you say sell, you mean at the Black Rose. Yes, yeah. from the one seller. Yep. Yes. Um. But this one, it is a... She's looking at a bill, folks, by the way. A back note. Series 6. 10 pence, and then the other is a series six, 50 pence note. And you've already been collecting these these military certificates or military yeah. notes for, for a bit, and you have a U.S. note, I believe, and also have uh, several British notes. I have two other British notes. I think they're are... series two or series three. Or... One is two, one is three. Ah, okay. So you're right I, on I, both. I try to remember. I try to remember. Um, but folks, like I said, all the intriguing bills and coins, and we'll try to do our best to get video reviews out on YouTube, but please do subscribe. Um, we have some good action on YouTube. We want to keep the momentum going. So we're trying to share, trying to yes. share and educate. So And then I also got my Newton note. <clears throat> Excuse me. I um, had to clear my throat there. Yes, you did. Christina got her Newton note. Um, it's an Isaac Newton one pound note. Yes. Uh, so we each now have a one pound Isaac Newton note. And then I also have the 20 pound. Yes, you have a 20 pound. I'd like to get the whole series. <laughs> That's going to cost you. <laughs> it's going to cost you. I have not been nicknamed by my coworkers an Anglophile for nothing. I'm just saying I know. that it's gonna cost you so all right so is that your your haul yes from from the past few weeks that's not bad you, no. had a, you had a haul of you know what 12 coins i believe all together 12 coins um and a couple of bills yes so three bills 12 coins and we also put out a review for the new pound coins yes we did we did a couple of weeks ago i believe yes um, our, our new 12-sided pound coins came in the test pound coin and the actual pound coin which are the 2016 test coin and the 2017 first year circulation coin go check those out folks they're supposed to be the most secure coin in the world again there are um, articles out there to go check it out on google uh, go google it and uh, also check out the youtube review uh, yes. from us so uh, that is out there now as well now my coins. Now, yes. I didn't take as big of a haul as you did. I got a lot lo more uh, lower ticket items. Oh. You're so modest. Anyway, <laughs> so let's talk about my haul. Considering uh, your one bill. <laughs> yes, my, we'll get to that in a second. So, I also picked up a 1963 Benjamin Franklin half dollar. I've been looking for that for a while, um, a few months, and I was happy to get one for under what I was seeing it for being sold online. Good detail. 
Uh, Christina's also good detail. We also got them cheaper than what we could have purchased them for a couple of weeks ago by roughly 20% less, yeah. to up to 20 to 30% less. So it wasn't bad. All right, so I also picked up a 1932 Washington Quarter. Christina found out this is the first year of the Washington Quarter. It was yes. 1932. It's also a silver quarter. I also picked that up. I have no silver quarters at this point, folks. So That's had to your pick first. Up yep, I was able to pick this up. The other item that I picked up that was kind of intriguing was a 1964 D Mint State yes. silver quarter. And it's definitely Mint State. This thing is pretty. It's really mm. pristine. It is a pristine, pretty coin. Uh, my theory here is that the seller um, basically was selling it in a market where he couldn't get a draw for it. It was probably more expensive to sell it online, so he basically marked it down. I don't see why. This coin is worth double the value that I paid for it. Easily. I mean, just looking online for a quick search, mm -hmm. you paid $4 for that quarter? Yes, I did. On uh, USA Coin Book, mm -hmm. it's worth anywhere from $6.36 up to $12 or more in mint state. So we're looking at price somewhere between 10 and $12 plus. Yes. So why would you sell it for $4, though? I just don't get it. And it's a D. Yeah. And Denver coins are a little bit harder to get in the East Coast. Yes, and it's actually specifically for the D1964. Nice. So I'm very happy with that. Very happy with that coin. Um, also, believe it or not, and I'll get to the bills here in a second, folks, my mother, um, again, it was the holidays, and my, I think everybody's listening to the show, my grandmother unfortunately passed away uh, back in May of 2014 from cancer. Um, and uh, I was wearing a sweater yesterday. That was the last sweater my grandmother ever bought me for a Christmas present. And I've had it for years, and it is getting old. It's starting to get faded. It's a, it was supposed to be like a royal, like a royal blue. It's no longer a royal blue. It's like a lighter blue now. But it's steel blue. Yeah, it's, but it, I still have it. Uh, the stitching is still decent on it, so I still wear it. I was wearing it yesterday, and I don't know if that was why, but my mom uh, handed me, and Christina was there when she and saw the whole thing. My mother went to a curio cabinet and, hand, and said, I have a coin for you. And I thought, a coin? Okay. So she comes back from the curio cabinet. I mean, she had this curio cabinet locked. Yes, I heard a little click, click. Yeah, she unlocked the curio cabinet to get it, and she got out and handed to me a 2014 Walking Liberty. Looks to be a Troyance. Yes. Um, my grandmother apparently purchased a few of these coins a couple of weeks before she passed away and gave a couple to my mother, uh, of which one was supposed to go to my uncle. But unfortunately, my mother and my uncle are not on speaking terms at this point, and she gave the coin to me. Yes. So that was another coin I was not by any means expecting, and it made the trip definitely worth it, even without the Black Rose stop. Yes. Um, so we now have a 2014 Walking Liberty. Uh, looks to be a Troy ounce. It's a one ounce of fine silver, so I believe it is a Troy ounce of yes. silver. Um, really cool. Uh, I, I could care less about the actual value of this coin, um, but it was nice to get something else from my grandmother. Now, we have other. I have other items from my grandmother as keepsakes. I have a old cookie jar that she had that my great-grandmother also had. I have some old depression glass bowls that are blue Yes. Uh, that she also um, wanted me to have. My mother gave those to me as part of uh, my uh, mementos from my grandmother, but that was really cool. So that was another coin that we were not expecting, but we're not going to say no to one Troy ounce of silver to no. being handed no, to us. No. So no, 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 no. So, all right, a couple of other bills. Um, these are really intriguing bills. These are actually in a bin of bills. Uh, paid a buck piece for them. They were pretty cool. Um, I've been looking at Nikola Tesla notes uh, from Yugoslavia. Nikola Tesla, of course, was the inventor of alternate current and uh, also chief rival of Thomas Edison. And um, I was looking at uh, the Tesla notes there from uh, Yugoslavia. He was Croatian, actually. And we were able to find a couple of these just sitting in a box. Yes. So, And I was looking at these about a year ago, um, casually wanting one, maybe. 
um, and looked at a set of them a while ago, but we were able to pick up two of them. A 100 Dinara note from uh, 1994, I guess? Yes, the 100 is from 94, the yes. 1000 is from 1990. And what Christina is also alluding to is right below that here in the stack of bills sitting in front of me, there is a 1990 1000 Dinara note, and it's actually a different portrait of Tesla. Um, on the front side of the note, it's pretty cool. Everything's in Cyrillic, so it's pretty neat. And the back side of the note actually features uh, an allegory, so it should say. It's about an allegory. We should call it an allegory. Depiction. Yeah, depiction. Depiction of electricity, because yes. allegories involve gods. Yes. This does not involve gods, but it's a, it's a depiction of uh, electric power. Yes. So using alternate current. So it's a pretty cool bill. I'm happy to get those. Those were not expected, um, but pick those up as well. Relatively cheap. A dollar. Yes. Per bill, so it wasn't bad. I'll, I'll glad to pay a buck for them just to throw them in the collection. So a couple of form bills. Now! Now! The prize of the The, the PS de resistance. Yes. Now, as we were getting ready to leave the Black Rose, Christina runs up to me excited. She found something in a case. Now, I've been wanting one of these for a while. Christina found a 1929 $10 Federal Reserve note from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, New York. Had to get it. Brown seal note. Paid for it. Not going to tell people what it paid for it, but it was not much. Compared uh, to what we're seeing them go for. Compared to what we're seeing go for online and at auction. Ugh. I was shocked. I had to buy it. I was not expecting to buy that bill yesterday, but I had to have it. <laughs> I knew the center told you about it, and you're like, take, take me it. to the bill. Yeah, take me to the bill. I saw it. I'll take it. Uh, no hesitation. I'll take it. Um, nobody is going to get in and take a bill from me. Now, I have a little bit of a vendetta against the Black Rose anyway. Last time we were there, there was a 1917 $1 bill. Yes. And I did not buy it. This time, I got them. And it was cheaper. Yes. I got them. I got, it, I got it for about half of what that bill was going for last time we were there. So, I mean, it was just a random find. I mean, I just happened to, like, say, hey, I need help opening up this case so we can get the other coins out. Like, oh, look, there's this bill. So, at any rate, I uh, did pick up a 1929 $10 note. It is neat. Federal Reserve Bank of New York. It is totally cool. We'll put a video review out on YouTube for this, folks. It's a cool bill. I mean, it looks totally different on the front side. We even compared it to the 1934 series note. Yes. It's a cool bill. Yes. Above the United States of America, you see in, I believe, a white cream color uh, national uh, currency. Yes. You don't see that in the 1934 bill. Uh, none of the bills. Right. And then to the left side of the, of the portrait of Hamilton, you see prominently displayed Federal Reserve Bank of New York. New York. New York. Um, you'll see this with other notes as well. Like for Chicago, you'll see Chicago, prominent Illinois. It, it's Atlanta, a, Georgia. It's, it's a beautiful bill. Yeah. It is a gorgeous bill. Um, you'll see additional inscriptions on the bill in terms of bonds and securities and uh, bear um, and, and bear permissions for receiving ten dollars. It's a cool bill and it's very distinct. Yeah. Compared to the other bills, the scrolls are different on the front of the bill as well, around the tens. The, te the bottom tens on the front side of the bill are smaller. Uh, it, it's it's a really, really cool bill. Um, we were lucky. Yes. No rips, no tears, no uh, pin pricks, no pinholes, that is. No. A little folding, eh, take it. That's normal. No fraying, no chipping on the corners. Oh, gorgeous bill. Gorgeous, gorgeous bill. So it was really cool. Yes. So, I'm very happy with it. Yes. Oogling it. Yes. So, we'll put a video review out. And again, folks, it was cool to get this bill, a 1929 bill, considering that was the year the stock market crashed. And it was the city that it crashed and it was a, And it was from the city in which the stock market crashed. So, a New York, New York bill. Now, I know everybody out there is going to say, well, 
The cool thing about the 29 bills is they were from regional banks. You know, that's fine. I get it. And yes, I know these bills will go higher. I get it, because they're regional banks. Yeah. You know? Uh, small towns were also printing $10 bills at that point. My hometown was printing bills. Everybody was printing bills at that point. I mean, unless they were issued by a Federal Reserve System bank. Now, in this case, yes, it is a Federal Reserve bank note. I get it. I get it. Yes, they printed more of them. I get it. I get it. And yes, I was telling Christine about this. I was actually going off on a little bit of a rant, and I'm going to continue my rant right now. Here's the deal. You go out to a website like selloldmoney.com or yes. oldcurrencyvalues.com. They're going to tell you these bills are highly common, and we can go and buy them right now. They're worth about $20. Let me ask you something. Can you walk out on the street right now and find one just sitting around? No. No, you cannot. And if you did, would somebody willingly sell it to you for 20 bucks? No, they would not. You walk into a shyster coin dealer, well, they'll pay you a dollar for it. Because you know why? They want an unsuspecting victim. Yes. For this, this bill. That, when I saw that, they're only worth about $20. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York printed over 5 million of these notes. Okay, let me explain something to people. And they bring money out of circulation. Let me explain something to people. 5.5 million notes is fine. I get it. But how many of those notes have been destroyed? Half. Exactly. Half. Half of those by now have been destroyed. Of the remaining half, how many of those do you think, do you think, if they're not in a museum right now, okay, are going to be held by, by collectors or private collectors or coin shops? The rest. Yes. And how many of those people, how many do you think are willing to sell that bill? Only about a couple thousand at most. Yeah. So your market is not for 5.5 million bills. Your market is for a vastly smaller subset. Roughly a couple thousand bills. Yes. So to whoever said it's worth about $20, you can go shove it. And that's right, family show. You can shove it because that is absolutely not true. When you say 5.5 million bills, you're, first of all, your logic is wrong in your thinking there. That's when they were printed. Yes. Not today. Yeah. Nearly 90 years later. Well, they printed nearly 5.5 million bills. Yeah, in 1929. Yeah. Of which half, I'm telling you, have been destroyed. Oh, yeah. Through time, uh, through, like you said, taking out circulation and, and, and uh, environmentally safe destroying of currency. Because we destroy currency all the time. Um. And then again, again, so you're looking at maybe half of those bills being available. Yeah. Um, really not even available. The, the potential market size is, is 2.5 million units. Yes. Of which a willing seller market yeah. is roughly a vast subset of that of 1 to 2,000 units. Yeah. So guess what? They're worth 20 bucks at 5.5 million available units. Yes. But at 2,000 available units, they're worth between 70 and 150. All right? And I did not pay $70 for this bill. No. So, whoever said that, because I read it this morning, you can go shove it. And you can quote me on that. <laughs> anyway, got my bill. And I feel good about it. So anybody, try, I guess my point is, for building your collection, getting into the topic a little bit, do not take that garbage from people. No. It's worth about $20. I'm going to pay you 15 for it so that I can sell it for 50 Yeah. No. Never, mm -hmm. ever sell your coins or your banknotes to a coin shop or a dealer. No. They will give you nothing for it. Yeah. Because they're incented to give you nothing for it. Well, actually, these are very common bills. Don't let them lie to you either. I have a question. If they're so common, why don't you have 50 of them in your case right now? Yeah. 
Liar. <laughs> you liar. So, yeah, I don't get along with coin dealers very well, as you noticed. Yeah. I don't. I tell them they're wrong and that they're lying. I'm like, you're such a liar. You are such a liar. And you know what? I want to start taking my coin books and stuff. If we get the coin books and take them to a dealer and say, well, according to this book, you're a liar. <laughs> so, yeah, they kicked me out. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, folks, let's move on. So, those are good finds. Yes. And you so, also gave good tips. Don't always use one site. Use more than one site. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't sell it to a dealer. Do not ever, do not ever sell your stuff to a dealer because a dealer wants to pay bottom dollar for your stuff and then basically sell it higher. Um, also, on the note of star notes for the $19.29, $10, I was told, well, I was told, I should say, by a website, which will remain nameless, that um, th that even that there were over 100 star notes also produced from this particular series of banknotes. And that even for star notes, these are considered very common. And that this particular website, this particular dealer, would only buy the bills if they were star notes. It's kind of like, we only want the nicest stuff so that we can rip you off on it so that we can sell for a massive profit. Yeah. Quite frankly, part of me wants to go to the Better Business Bureau on this website. Actually, I, several of them, and say, look, these people are lying to unsuspecting people. Yes. And they should shut the sites down. Yeah, they're very deceitful. Very. And they should shut the sites down. They're condescending, they're rude in their, in their comments, and... They're deceptive. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm considering filing complaints because that's that's not right. It removes all the all the fun from coin collecting and banknote collecting. Um, if you're looking to build a fortune and you're one of these 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 particular websites, um, I will do everything in my power to make sure people do not sell to you because you're going to really rip them off. So, here's the deal. Um, well, we'll buy it if it's a star note. Well, who's gonna give up a 1929 star note? You have to be insane. Yeah. Or desperate. Or desperate. And that's what they're preying on, is people that need quick cash. Well, you want to sell this bill? I'll buy it from you for $10. It's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, you won't. Absolutely not. That's right. And I'm sure it's probably run by some little short, little pudgy guy with a bald head looking like a little potato. Yes. With a bad attitude. Yes. Probably didn't do well with women as a kid, as a teenager. True. Anyway, let's move on. So, got my bill. Yes. Victory's mine. Yes. Nineteen dollars $10 bill. And we were not planning for that. No, I mean, <laughs> we did get your mother's Christmas present. Yeah. Yes, we did. We walked in there to get a Christmas present. And we walked out with a Christmas present and a lot of other things. For ourselves, too. Yes, we did. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> so, good hauls. Yes. Good hauls. I gotta get calmed down. <laughs> my heart beating my head. It just, it, it upsets me. It upsets me. That people spend years of their lives to collect and work so hard to keep their things and their items and their collections, their specimens and whatnot, you know, in really good shape. You know, keep them, you know, sealed away or, or in, a, in books or in sheets or in protectors. And to see them walk into a coin dealer, you know, unsuspecting and see that dealer take advantage of people, that's wrong. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we went to even coin shops and antique shops here in the Virg in Northern Virginia, in, in roughly in the area. Yeah. And even their stuff was ridiculously high. Oh, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? That's not worth that much. I'll sell you this Morgan dollar for $50. It's worth about 28 you liar. Yeah. <laughs> you liar. I'll gladly go online and wait two weeks and save, you know, half. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm. I'm actually looking at a Bank of England note now from 1990. And it's a buy it now or, yeah. or make best offer. So it's on eBay. Yes. Not a sponsor the show, but on eBay. But there's also another note that it will remain nameless. I got to research to make sure it's a real bill. You just want people to take it from you. 
Uh, yeah, it, it, let's just say it has a mutual interest. Mutual interest, me and you. Yes. So I see. So what this means, everyone in our listening audience, I'm glaring at Christina. What this means, essentially, my dear, my darling, my raison d'être. <laughs> they aren't I cute. <laughs> what this means is that it's a bill that we would both want, and you don't want to tell me about it, do you? Do you? That's not the case. Do you? I don't want to tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> It's an older bill. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. I gotta make sure it's a re- the real deal. If it is, you'll cry. Okay. Fine. What year is it from? I'm just curious. June 14th, 1852. Ah! Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not sure who's on it, but that'll be cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it offline off the show. <laughs> okay. I just found it. That's why. So let's go ahead and talk more a little bit more about... Uh, uh, let's go before we get into the actual meat of the topic of building the collection part two, and also our reviews. Let's go ahead and, and kind of take a step back. We got some free stuff. Yes, we did unexpectedly last weekend. Some Mrs. Fields cookies. Yes. Yes, we did. Christina, you went and bought a buffet ham. Yes. Or, no, I'm sorry, a banquet ham. Yes. Uh, basically, it's a ham made out of turkey. Yeah. A two-pound turkey ham, as you call it. Yes. It's um, a banquet ham. These things are actually pretty good, folks. If you're looking to build protein in your diet and lean. Yep. The other thing that I and it's not. Christina's fault. She put it in the crock pot with some pineapple slices. I didn't get a lot of flavor out of the... I probably should have sliced it more and... Actually injected the... Pineapple in into it. But it was good. I mean, we, yeah. we, we carved it up, ate it on some wheat thins. It was gone quickly. Little finger foods. Watched TV. Just laid in bed. Pay-per-view. That's right. Watched pay-per-view with it. So, um, so that being the case, you actually went to buy this uh, banquet ham or turkey ham. Yeah. Uh, at uh, a local grocery store. Yeah. And which you have a rewards program for. Mm-hmm. And you take it up to the register. You expected to pay $5 and change for about it. About 6 bucks. About 6 bucks for it. And you got a $5.69 off offer. Yeah. At the register. Yes. So you paid like 50 cents for this thing. Yeah. And basically. the thing is, my total before all my coupons was going to be like $15. And what'd you end up paying? $3.47. <laughs> so you saved about 12 bucks. Yes. Nice. I saved 80%. Nice. Nice. As we say, we never we don't, pay retail. We don't really pay for anything anymore. We don't try to. We elect to. We decide how much we're willing to pay for things now. Okay, and that's something else. <laughs> Building your collection. I'll get to that. Also, as a point, um, always decide what you are electing to pay for. Something. Yes. Do not get caught up in the gotta have it instant gratification mentality. Yes. If we had, we would have vastly overpaid for half our stuff. Yes. I mean, look at this Ben Franklin half dollars. We saved. Yes. We saved two dollars per coin. Oh, it's only two dollars. Yeah, but when you buy thousands of coins, morons. Well, keep in mind that two dollars <laughs> you saved actually bought your Tesla notes. Sorry, I don't want to sound. I don't want to say morons, but I'll say it to anybody who's listening to the show that thinks that when you're when you're buying a thousand different coins, morons, that's a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> so. because the two dollars that you saved buying your coin at Black Rose was actually buying your two Tesla notes. That is correct. It priced them in. Yes. It did. did. That's why I have a beer on this show. Keep you mellow. It does not keep me mellow. Have you heard me recently in the next last <laughs> ten minutes? I'm going nuts. Besides, our our listeners need me. <laughs> Comic relief. They need me. <laughs> so, plus we haven't had a show in three weeks. So. Yes. Uh, folks, pent up energy. We're, we're just busy. I mean, yes. it's, it's not because we're trying to ignore people. We are just so busy. It's the holiday season. That's right. And guess what? I get to do on Facebook. I get to put up my favorite Christmas carol of all. Time. And that would be Blue Christmas by Elvis. Yeah. That's right. Best 
favorite Christmas Carol of all time. Elvis was such like a ladies' man. That guy had swagger. He was a goat. Greatest of all time. Yes. So, yes, tis that season I get to annoy Christina with all of my, my you know, drooling Elvis. Elvis sings Christmas. That's I already, right. I already played Elvis for you this morning. That's right. Christmas time, pretty baby. By Elvis. <laughs> and you always also always give me a, a birthday wish on Facebook on my birthday, and you give the happy birthday baby. Yes. Yes, that's cute. Thank you. Anyway. So, free stuff. Yes. And then today... Box of scallop potatoes. So we're gonna mix that with a little bit of stuffing and some sausage, and uh, bake that up in the uh, eight by eight little baking dish. Mm-hmm. That give me some good protein. Uh, we just, just busy, man. Yeah. Um, you know, we're actually very surprised that a lot of local grocery stores and things haven't really had good sales. Last week was decent. Well, they had to. It was it was a, it was a big meal week. It was a gluttony week. Yeah, and then this week, nothing. As we get closer to Christmas, you're going to see sugar, flour, all the accoutrements to bake. Yeah, the cookies. The cookies. Which we don't have to worry about. That's right, cookies. We're going to make cake cookies this year. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're simple. Mm-hmm. And, uh, unfortunately, we had a little explosion in the refrigerator. <laughs> a can of cinnamon rolls, which had to be eaten by November 12th, apparently, exploded. Yes. Now, I've had this problem with biscuits before, so I'm not surprised by it. But um, Christina decided to make a different can of cinnamon rolls this morning unexpectedly with pecans added. Yes. Uh, just to start getting rid of our cans of cinnamon rolls so we don't have another uh, incident. <laughs> so those will be around for us to nibble on. Yes. Also, we're going to be putting up the Christmas tree over the weekend, so it's going to be fun. We'll send out a picture on Facebook and share it on the Frugal Snobs. So check out Frugal Snobs on Facebook, facebook.com slash Frugal Snobs. Ugh. So... Free stuff. Yes. So we, we, we talked about the scallop potatoes. Yes. Uh, we talked about what else? Oh, ham. The, um, the, the banquet or the ham. Yes. Um, the Mrs. Fields cookies, which were legit free. And that was it. Past few weeks, right? I think, think so. I think you, uh, we may have also had the yogurt, the, the four pack of yogurt that was yes. free, possibly. But it, we don't try. It just happens. And then Christine also on Groupon got a, got a, a registration oriented <laughs> coupon for Papa John's. Um, Basically got five dollars off, so we basically had a XL pizza for what eight bucks, nine bucks. Um, after taxes, and it's actually it was a five dollar off, and then twenty percent off from there on out. Registration for Papa John's pizza for the end of the year. Yes. So I got a question. Yes. We have these coupes. Yes. Or coupons, coupons as I call them, that are bogo. And we still get twenty percent off that, including that. Yes. Awesome. That is awesome. So basically, if we. Use the BOGO coupon, BOGO Large Pizzas at Papa John's, yes. and use the card that you registered. Yes. We get 20% off even of that. Yes, because we only paid 6 bucks for that XL pizza. Awesome. Really? Yes. That was, I thought it was seven fifty. But then I forgot. I, was like, I read the, the thing over again. It's like, and 20% afterwards. Oh, <laughs> Basically, we're going to be eating a lot of pizza through the end of the year. Probably once a week, I would think. But that's not bad. No. Again, I'm not, I'm not telling everybody to go out and eat like a pig, okay? But save yourself some money. Yeah, it also makes a quick dinner for us and a couple lunches for us. You know, take to work with us. So, yeah. not bad. Not bad. Large pizza. Actually, an XL pizza. And we have your Groupon account, too. Yes, we do. <laughs> and so, we're eating a lot of pizza. Yes. For dirt. Yes. But, I mean, again, if you look at the prices, like Christina was mentioning, if you look at prices for, like, Papa John's, like, again, the national pizza chain, good quality, right? Yeah. I mean... They're expensive. And for a pizza, you have like twenty twenty five bucks. Twenty it would, without the promos and stuff, it would have been twenty two dollars for our pizza. So you saved a total of sixteen bucks. Yes. 
<laughs> Didn't try either. Nope. All right, so that's free stuff and discount stuff. I don't want to make people sick. But we're giving them, it's like, hey, go to Groupon now. Yeah, and, and guys, gals, listen. We talked about the coins. We talked about, but we're going to talk about more about building one's collection, kind of pepper it into the discussion here. But it's repurposing your money. Yeah. You know, I mean, our bills are going to be going up every year. Everybody's, everybody's. Save where you can. Save where you can, when you can, so you can stockpile the cash for the next year. It's all about survival. Yeah. Prosperity and survival. Speaking of survival, everyone needs to check out the House of Windsor. On we saw it on Netflix, I believe. Yes. On the BBC, it's a it's a short mini series from the BBC about it's basically a, a biography, so to speak, or a documentary on the lives of the royals in the House of Windsor. Yeah, and how it, the name came about. It's interesting. You know, the House of Windsor were actually Germans. Yeah. And King George V changed the name. Yes. In 1915, I think. Yes. 1915, 17, something like that. So that they no longer had a German name. Yes. So actually, the royal family folks, the House of Windsor, are Germans. No, I did not know that, did you? And I didn't realize all the stuff with Edward. Yeah, Edward VIII. Treasonous Nazi sympathizer. Yes. Who basically would sell out the British to the Nazis at any time. Yeah. Basically, he sided with Hitler to get the, to get the throne back. Yes, that was his plan the whole time. Yeah. Then he got sent to the Bahamas as yeah. governor. Hated it. <laughs> anyway, check out the series, folks. Speaking of series, we're looking forward to The Crown returning. Yes. On Netflix. December 8th. Yes, and then... On Amazon Prime, Man in the High Castle. That is an awesome series. That is an awesome series. I'm telling you. I'm so glad when the second the second season came out that we didn't look at the last episode first. If you have, we would have been like, oh, that was awesome. We got to go back and see the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. So we're going to be looking forward to both series. We're getting to the end of the year, folks. November went quick. Yes. And, um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a quick year. Yeah. But it's been a good year. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of changes we've made, a lot of good changes. Um, we're just busy. Yes. We be busy folks. Yes. So, okay. So now, let's get into the pay-per-views. Just very quickly. So we'll keep it short, folks. We're not going to go match by match. That's right. So last week, there were two WWE pay-per-views. NXT TakeOver Houston. Congratulations to Ember Moon, new women's champion. Yes. Well-deserved. Andrade Cien Almas is now the NXT world champion due to a, an injury from Drew McIntyre. Um, bicep tear. And, uh, and they also say, I didn't, I didn't tell you this, Christina, but they, I was listening this week to a couple podcasts, and they say he may be out for a year. Oh, my gosh. Drew McIntyre, yeah, a year. So I think for him it's more about keeping his uh, self-esteem and character development up. Yeah. Especially given his history with WWE, and that's like he was at the top of the mountain and then fell off again. Yeah. For the second time, so hopefully that will... That'll work out for him, but for Drew McIntyre, that is. But uh, congratulations. Uh, the War Games concept, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Undisputed Era uh, basically won. Um, they did add a few different elements in the WCW predecessor, uh, that being the Shark Cage element. Um, yeah. Because they were, they were locked in until... And the thing about the, the War Games match is not only is it two rings and a cage around it, um, it's more along the lines of the match doesn't even start until all participants are in. Yeah. So that match has a good 10 minutes of action before it actually starts. It actually starts. So, uh, if you're the first guy in that cage, sorry, you might be in there for 10 minutes getting the tar beat out of you until the match actually starts. So actually your smartest thing would be to, you know, isolate the first guy in the match yeah. and try to pin him when the match starts. Yeah, wear him out. Yep, and that way he's tired, and that way you, you keep everybody else at bay and then pin him. Yeah. So, anyway, um, interesting event. Um, I've heard mixed reviews in terms of attendance and things like that, but it, I think it was pretty good at the Toyota Center. Now, 
Sunday night. Yeah. Survivor Series. And did I not tell you, Christina, there's always a turn. There's always oh, yeah. a turn in Survivor Series. Really, really, really cool event. Um, definitely enjoyed it. Um, uh, Christina, I think, had uh, some uh, comments on the AJ Styles-Lesnar match. You think AJ Styles should have won. He could have won. Yeah, but here's the thing. I was telling you about this also. So you got AJ Styles, who also, uh, right before Survivor Series, two weeks before, basically, in Manchester, England, wins the WWE title from Jinder Mahal. Yeah. That was unexpected, at least in my opinion. But I also think as a build for the Mahal-Lesnar match, that match could not sell tickets. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh, no. There's no way. So you had to get the belt on somebody who would be a compelling opponent, and that would be AJ Styles. Yeah. Plus, AJ is also worth it. Otherwise, he'd probably leave WWE to go do his Oh, yeah. But um, that title change happened. Uh, AJ Styles was the first uh, WWE wrestler to win the world title outside of the United States. Yeah. Yep. It's always been won inside the United States. So he's the first one to do that. So won it in Manchester, England on a SmackDown taping. Um, and then went on to Survivor Series. Um, you thought Lesnar was beating him around too much. Like a little too real. Yeah. Um, but again, like I told you, it makes his comeback more meaningful. Yeah. So when he did have his comeback, it was more meaningful. You think AJ Styles could have won that match. I do. So, and Lesnar was pretty winded by the end of it. He was sweating like a pig. And then he couldn't walk. Well, you grab someone by the calf and, you know, try to, you know, manipulate it. That hurts. Yeah. It, what does it do? It hurts. It hurts. So, again, it, it was a very compelling match. Good story. Um, and I don't think really Paul Heyman took anything away from AJ Styles. I think he actually gave him a lot of credit. Yeah, he did. Um, as a performer. I don't think he talked as much trash. No. With Jinder Mahal, there was no worry. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I can put my finger out and pin Jinder Mahal. So that match would not have sold tickets. No. That was a good match. Um... Also, I'm glad uh, that certain uh, certain events transpired in terms of the lead-up to Survivor Series. I was happy to see the Raw Invasion on SmackDown. It's about time, right before the, the pay-per-view. I think kind of Kurt Angle had a little bit of a heel turn angle on the SmackDown taping, you know, with the, the decimation of Shane. Yeah. Uh, Could have done without that. But the 5-on-5 five five match, not bad. Yeah. Long, but not bad. Um, to see the ending with uh, Kurt Angle basically being pinned... By Shane McMahon so that uh, Triple H, Paul Levesque could basically pin Shane himself. Yeah. And also turn on Braun Strowman a little bit uh, and use him a little bit. was kind of an interesting, compelling uh, twist to that 5-on-5 match. And then to see Braun Strowman basically uh, confront Triple H uh, definitely will have a really good... I think it's going to be a good rivalry for them. Oh, yeah. So, you know, you, you, look. Paul Levesque, who is an actual, real-life executive for WWE, he's not the COO, but he is an actual executive, uh, can wrestle anytime he wants. So, I mean, body-wise, he looks good still. Yeah. Face-wise, old. Yeah. He looks definitely aged in the face. <laughs> um, but body-wise, he looks the same as he used to. So anyway, um, I think it's going to set up a good rivalry for them, um, as long as the video screen doesn't take Triple H out first. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, go check out that there's there's a YouTube video of it. Go check out the Survivor Series 2017 Triple H video screen, and you'll see what we're talking about. Yes. Basically, walking back to the to the locker room area, up the ramp, turns around and smacks right into a video screen. Wham! Yeah. It actually shook the TV screen. Well, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then drops down and crawls away. Yeah. Basically, wow, that was funny, but nobody mentioned it on Monday night. You. <laughs> So, interesting pay-per-view. I thoroughly, I think, enjoyed most of what I saw when I wasn't taking naps in between. I'm sorry. Um, but interesting. Very interesting. 
Mm. So, uh, check out those pay-per-views on WWE Network. Again, I'm an investor, full disclosure, so um, anything and everything helps out the brand. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and wrap up on the episode with our actual topic this week. So, or I should say this episode, I can't say this week. Um, building One's Collection. Now, we talked about a couple of items that will help you out. Yeah. Uh, never sell to a dealer. Uh, don't ever do it. Sell to another private collector. You'll actually make more doing that and probably get more enjoyment out of it, too. Um, especially if you're selling an item that means a lot to you. Yeah. Uh, a dealer is not going to put the same value you do on it. They're going to slap a price tag on it and sell it, you know? Yeah. Uh, new paint, new shrubs, new new new, new bill, new coin. Um, so uh, don't sell to a dealer. You're going to get bottom dollar typically. Uh, two, get yourself a good resource uh, for valuing your items in your collection. If you're collecting art, coins, or whatever, for us it's going to be probably an NGC book or something like that uh, that will help us. Um, even if you have a single coin, pop into a bookstore. Yeah. Grab it off the shelf. Look it up. Put the book back. Walk out. That's not hard. You don't need to buy the book. Um, or get yourself some reputable websites. Yeah. Um, we actually, for Canadian coins, tend to use Coins of Canada. Yes. Um, for actual U.S. coins, we use coin trackers. Yes. Which is pretty good because you'll get uh, the number of, of, uh, of minted specimens. You'll get uh, the silver content, the weight. Uh, you, you'll get a lot of things. It's pretty good. Um, not bad. So... Uh, no, that's that's the the other item is get yourself a a, a dependable resource. Um, also, um, delay gratify. Yes. Shop around. Make sure that you know what. Uh, don't just go out. I mean, we made this mistake in the very beginning because we wanted to build the collection fast. Yes. So we were buying what five and six banknotes at a time and five and six coins at a time, and now we're looking at okay, well I only want this one thing. So how do I get this one thing for the best price possible? Uh, remember, the market conditions change at any time. One week you could find nothing, the next week you find everything. Oh, yeah. So, um, and again, conditions change all the time. Look at us yesterday. We we didn't expect to spend what we did, but we got some cool things. Oh, yeah. That was so, just sheer luck. It's another item. Um, also, uh, look for things in bulk. Like a lot of items. Like, so if you wanted, for example, a banknote or a specific coin, see if you can find it as part of a lot. Yeah. Because if you can find banknotes and coins together in a mixed lot or coins in a mixed lot or banknotes in a mixed lot, typically, um, or you know, whatever it is you collect, um, if you can find the one thing you want in that lot, you'll get that on the per item price cheaper than what you would get it buying it by itself. And you can also sell off the items you don't want. Exactly. Make it less of a hit. Yes. And yes. also, speaking of buying things, whenever if you're uh, going to buy something... Make sure you have all the money ready for what you're going to buy. Shakespeare note. Okay, yes. so let's talk about that. So I think I sipped my beer here when Christina said that. So, Christina, when you bought your Shakespeare note, I mean, I think we talked about this before, but let's reiterate. You lost that auction. Yes. We're a little annoyed with it. But you were approached by the seller unexpectedly because the, the winner of the auction couldn't pay for the item. Wanted to make payments. Screwed up is that? Very. I want to buy this old bill, but I can't afford to put food on my table. <laughs> How yeah. ridiculous is that? That's so stupid. It's stupid. You'd be crazy. You'd be crazy to do something like that. And I've learned something. For the past few weeks on Amazon Prime, I've been watching an old show, Unsolved Mysteries. That show still creeps me out. Yeah, it does. The theme music, Robert Stack, and that really weird trench coat thing. Creepy. Yes. And the creepier part is they still are solving some of these. Yeah. You know, years after the show went off the air, it's creepy. Yeah. People are creepy. Yeah. And they do creepy things. Um, it's scary. 
All I can say is if you find sane people in your life, keep them near you. Yeah. <laughs> is that a nice thing to say? Yeah. Just keep them near you. You've had to deal with insane people. Uh, yeah. I've had to deal with insane people. Are we sane? I think so. And we care about each other. Yes. Isn't that sweet? Yes. What is it? Sweet. Yes. So, we are, we are well, everyone's a little bit weird, but there's containable weird and, like, psycho weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay? It's like, okay, if a person has schizophrenia and is violent, you don't want to be around them. All right. If a person stops taking medications that they're supposed to be on, you don't want to be around them. Uh, a person is a con artist, you don't want to be around them. So, it's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, um, all right. So, we talked about your top four, top five items for building yeah. a collection. Talked about the pay-per-views. Talked about free stuff. Had a couple of stories, you know, to tell. Uh, weird stuff going on, folks. Um, ugh, what can we say? The holidays are here and people are going to go nuts. Yeah. All right. So, probably our next couple of episodes, everybody. We're going to probably do a few more episodes through the end of the year. Um, probably every week to two weeks, depending. Uh, we'll at least try to, to sneak in some healthy recipes and things also for the holidays. Yes. That'll be good. Uh, we'll also be putting out, as Christina calls it, our food porn. Yes. Uh, for all of our food that we also make and things like that. But... Tell me speak again, folks. We're going to wrap it up here. You good with this? Yes. All right, cool. All right, everybody. Be well. Never pay retail. Everybody checks out the YouTube channel. Uh, check out everything on Facebook as well. We're going to be posting some uh, additional photos and other tips and things at frugalsnobs.com. Uh, check out the podcast course there. All the networks are available there as well. And, of course, on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugalsnobs and also on Twitter at frugalsnobs. Be well. Never pay retail, folks. Take care of yourself and each other.